Hello everyone, this is Brittany Hill and you're tuning in to Six Feet Apart, where I'm chatting with people in my network while we all have a little bit of extra time on our hands at home. We will cover who they are, how the coronavirus is affecting their network, tips they have for staying sane during this time of chaos, and so much more. Thanks for listening. All right, everyone. I am here with Mama Linda, Lindsay Martinez. And um, I'm just so grateful, Lindsay, that you were able to sneak away for a few minutes um, from your children. So tell everybody, I'm looking at you right now on a Zoom call. Tell everyone where you are. Sitting in my garage in my home gym set up on my bench. Um, my husband's inside with my daughter, Isla, while my daughter, Kellen, daughter your son so I just had to escape you know and have a little privacy out in the garage <laughs> yes it's nice that you have that little sanctuary to escape to and I'm sure that there are specific hours in the day also that you can dedicate to having these conversations is that right uh yes nap time the window between like 12 30 and 2 30 is usually kind of that moment where I get to decide what I need that day. So it's like self-care or it's I need a shower or I yes. want to work out or I want to take a nap. Yes. Right? So like doing during that time of day is what I pick for myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, good for you. I wanted to have you on here because I am just so impressed every time that I see you post something on Instagram or when I'm talking to you over text. I just am so impressed with the way that you are handling this quarantine, having two children. And it's not even just during this time. Everyone that knows you knows that it's every day you are like this because you have your kids at home and um, you even watch other people's kids. And I just want to hear from you how everything has been and if your life has changed a lot because you because of shelter in place or just what what is mom life like during the quarantine? For me, being a stay-at-home mom with two kids, I will be honest and say not really that much has changed um, from our day-to-day. -day. Um, for me, I guess, you know, I'm still wearing yoga pants every day and yes. wishing for five o'clock to be here so I can open wide <laughs> and, um, you know, trying to kind of plan my day around a nap. Um, the biggest parts, I think, are like usually I break up my day by taking the kids to the park going to the library every Wednesday. Um, I have another girl that I watch two to three times a week um, named Violet, which she hasn't obviously been here in almost a month now. Yeah. Play dates, even just going to the store, that would be a way for me to break up the day. So I would take the kids to Target or Costco or Safeway for my sanity to get out of the house and do something, yeah. you know? And now I don't have any of those things. So I've had to kind of change that um, break up. Breaking up the day looks different. Now it's, going for a walk instead of going to the park or um, having my husband watch the kids while I go to the store. And that's yeah. become my vacation every Friday. <laughs> I get to leave the house for an hour. <laughs> that's what you're looking forward to. Man, but I'm like, overall, I think the biggest thing is that I'm not really the biggest germaphobe and going through all of this and going to the store, it just feels very weird. Everything mm -hmm. just feels different. Um, with the kids, I, I it doesn't feel natural for me to, you know, sanitize everything. And right. I'd rather just keep the kids home in a bubble and go to the store as minimally as possible because I, I'm just not a germaphobe. So this all is totally outside of my comfort zone. Absolutely. Well, I, I mean, it's just, I can't imagine. And I guess your kids are not old enough to where you are 
um, homeschooling them yet necessarily, but obviously you still have to keep them busy. Yeah. So the week that this all happened, I was actually supposed to be doing a preschool um, walkthrough um, oh. at a local preschool for Isla to be starting in August. And so obviously I did not do that. So she has not signed up for preschool. And after all of this, I'm kind of reconsidering that thought anyways, because this has forced me, I guess you could say it's one of the positives of everything that's mm -hmm. been going on is that it's kind of forced me to focus more on her and getting creative with some educational things with her at home and yeah. having a teacher background helps. Um, that's right. Yeah. You yeah, so I was teaching first grade before I had Isla, and so I love, you know, getting creative with educational things, and I kind of already had some online resources that have helped me through everything, um, but I've just been, yeah, trying to kind of get creative and stay busy with her at home, and and it's not all about, I think some parents are, and teachers, or I don't know, it, a lot of people are so focused on the education, oh, we've got to, they're missing out on education, we've got to educate, educate them at home, mm -hmm. and I just think, yeah, okay, a little bit, but really it's just, this is a weird time for everybody. And I think the most important thing is doing your best as a parent to just A, survive the day. Yes. B, help maybe do some educational things, but you know, don't push it. And just to do some things at home, like as a family mm -hmm. or I don't know, some new exciting things like making popcorn or a yeah. Watching a new movie, like it doesn't all need to be. Oh no, we're missing out on school. We gotta, you know, drill them on all this mm -hmm. education. For me as a teacher, I even agree with that. And I tell my students and I tell my families, like this is this is an unprecedented time for everyone, and we're all trying to adjust. And I agree that the most important thing for these kids is to keep them feeling like they are safe and they are healthy and they are learning. And that does not need to mean it's the same type of learning that they were doing at school. It can be learning a new skill. It can be learning something from a skill from their parents. Like I just think there are so many ways for kids to feel connected to their families right now that doesn't necessarily have to be drilling in what they would have been doing. So and oh, that could be a controversial topic, but yeah, I know it is. And, and for me, I think I'm not working. I'm fortunate to be home, not working. So I'm just home with the kids. Yeah. I cannot imagine what parents are going through trying to work and keep their kids yes. entertained and then do educational things. Like that is just so much on anybody's plate. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, I'm fortunate to not be working and I've, I still struggle with it on mm -hmm. certain days It's or certain times of the day. Today is raining, and it's been one of those days where at 10 o'clock, I really was hoping to look at the clock and see noon. Like, yeah. it's just one of those days. But um, when all of this started happening, I made a long list mm -hmm. on, like, binder paper, an entire page full of all these activities. I got all these resources online, went on Instagram, like, everywhere I could find things to do. And some of them are as simple as, stickers yeah some of them are you know online resources for the kids like you know national geographic kids online or cosmic yoga kids or um painting rocks just yes well, so that's what that's I, I do want to ask you like specifically to kind of stay on this topic for moms who may be listening out there and um yeah. Maybe talk about the age of your kids and some of the things that you did write down on binder paper that have either been successful or that you still haven't tried or maybe things that haven't been successful. Shout out some Instagram pages that you're following because I think that that you, I, I see it 
through social media that you are just doing an amazing job, like keeping your kids busy. And I think that maybe that could be helpful for some people to hear. So first and foremost, I wrote down this list and my main resource on Instagram. So I have a, um, my son turned one in December. So he's just a little over one mm -hmm. and my daughter is two and a half. Mm -hmm. So, um, we've got a 16 month age gap, which is <laughs> always challenging kids. and especially challenging now. Um, <laughs> but my, really my number one resource has been an Instagram account called busy toddler. Okay. And she posts activities for pretty much every age of toddler life, like starting from one all the way up to school age. Wow. And I think even lately she's been posting some things for um, well, kind of the middle-aged kids to like seven and up too. Yeah. Um, she is very creative about making things with regular household items that you might have, um, things that are educational, but not. It feels mm -hmm. like a game. Mm -hmm. It feels fun. It's um, she's been my number one resource. I would say 75% of the things that I've done with my kids has been from her page. Um, and then just to give some of those ideas, you know, with post-it notes, mm -hmm. pipe cleaners, uh, construction mm -hmm. paper, you can create so many different things. We've worked on shapes and colors with my two and a half year old daughter. Um, I'm, one of my uh, wonderful tools that I have here in the house from my teaching days is a laminator. So I've really put that to use to be able to get creative. Amazing. With her. We've made, you know, we've printed out things on online, like a dinosaur mask and colored yeah. it and cut it out and mm. laminated it and made it into a mask. And I think you just kind of have to get creative. And, yeah. And um, she's been an amazing resource. Um, and then also there's this thing local in the Napa community called mm. Napa Rocks. Mm -hmm. And it's basically where kids paint rocks, like little rocks they find out of the walk. That. And they paint awesome. them into like fun, like a ladybug or a little animal, or they'll write little sayings like be kind. Oh. And you place them out, you go on a walk and you place them out for people to find. We started finding all of these painted rocks around the neighborhood when we go on walks. And she would get so excited about it that I kind of wanted to return that. Obviously, we're picking up rocks, so we should leave some in their place. Yeah. So we started finding plain rocks to bring home and I happen to have some paint and so we started painting some rocks and I have a very crafty art side of me mm -hmm. probably you know where that first grade teacher yeah. comes from and so I just started getting creative with things to paint on rocks like a car a dinosaur a ladybug I went online I started researching and Isla was kind of into painting rocks in the beginning but it kind of turned into something that I really now enjoyed <laughs> so now that's amazing Painting rocks. That's going to be something and she looks back on maybe during this time and she'll remember. That's I'm, what I'm hoping. And I so think at, at whatever age your kids are, I think turning this time into a way for them to remember it as a good time, a creative time, yes. a time that they spent extra special moments with their family mm -hmm. or got to eat popcorn and watch a movie at two o'clock in the afternoon or whatever it might be. Yeah. It's just really about finding ways to. I don't know, get creative and come together as a family yeah. and, and have wonderful moments amongst all the chaos. And maybe like creating new traditions too, which is Total, what it sounds like and you're going doing. going off that, yeah. you were saying, trying new things, etc. What we've been doing is um, I made a list of, in my phone, I just kind of started saving recipes, which yeah. I always do anyways because yes, I love so to cook and love mm -hmm. to bake. So I started saving a bunch of recipes and now we, me and Isla, she loves to stand up on her little stool in the kitchen yes. and help me 
if I chop veggies, she likes to put them in a bowl. And oh, I, she's your um, little assistant. Your sous yeah, chef. She's my, she's my, she likes to stir and mix <laughs> and mama, I help you. Oh, you know, she just, so cute. she wants to help. Yeah. So we, my goal at the beginning of all of this was to cook or bake something new every day with Isla included. And sometimes wow. that just means pancakes from a box. Like okay. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, mm-hmm. but it's just like getting her in the kitchen, helping me with something. And she loves it. And I love it. And mm-hmm. it's like a moment we have together in the day. Yeah. So, you know, for any parent at home with their kids, like for me having kind of that idea in the back of my head every day, like that goal of the day mm-hmm. is, you know, I kind of look forward to it now, which is nice. Yes. And so, and it's been different meal. You can, it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It can anything. be kind of anything. Yeah. Okay. And just are getting there... in the kitchen. Yeah. Just something in the kitchen. Sometimes it's just like, she helps me with dinner prep. Like I said, I'll just chop veggies and mm-hmm. she'll put them in a bowl. And sometimes that's the only part that she helps with. And that's fine. She's, she just loves to be in there and help. And yeah. it's kind of been our little thing, you know, Mama yeah. help every day. That's it's amazing. Cute. And you are, have always been like in our group of friends, the the baker. Everybody knows that you have loved yes. that. And so are there any Do not even ask me how many loaves of banana bread, oh chocolate chips, and cookies, lemon bars. <laughs> lemon bars. Oh, I man. know. So what about that? Are there any specific account whether it's Instagram accounts or websites or anything that you that are your go-tos for that? Um for- Barefoot Contessa is okay. always my number one for everything. Okay. <laughs> um also I loved New York Times cooking mm, oh I've heard about on that Instagram. on yeah on podcasts if ever I re- like I'm looking up something specific to make if a New York Times recipe comes up I'll always go there um that's good to know I've I, never actually yeah I just that. have a few other random probably places that I go for things I like Epicurious if I'm okay. searching for a certain ingredient like say I have green beans I'll go on Epicurious and look up a green bean oh. recipe um that's a super useful um site for me how, how do you spell that E P I C U R. I've never heard of that. I-U-S. So you can put in something that you have that's like leftover or something, and then it'll give you an ingredient. You-, wow. um, you can search for anything really on their site, just like a search engine, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's all recipes, and it's from Bon Appetit magazine and uh, Sunset magazine, and any, any like magazine or cookbook that um, allows it to be published online, it'll all be on this site. It's like a it's Google for recipes, basically. I have never heard of that. Usually I'll just type in like easy, healthy broccoli recipe. Like if, if I know that, you know, yeah. I get the whole gamut. So that's really cool to know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, let's see. Continuing on a little bit for you personally, what has, I mean, and like you said, this might not be that different from your day to day before the quarantine, but for other moms out there, what is your day to day right now from, you know, when you wake up to when you go to bed, what does a typical day look like for you right now with your two kids? Well, unfortunately (laughs) for us, my son, who is a little over one Mm -hmm. decides he's decided that he's a early riser. So (laughs) He wakes up between 5.30 and 6 every day, oh. more specifically the 5.30 time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it really makes for a extra long day. Yeah. Um, we always kind of do, like, breakfast. I Screen time. In the morning. Is whatever works. Okay. Right now. Yes. During this time. That makes sense. Survival mode. <laughs> Screen time rules are out the window. So I can imagine. And that's good for other people to hear too, that like who maybe feel guilty about that. Like I would I would think I'm not a mom, but I would think that um kind of all rules go out the window right now. And it's it's about survival mode. It is survival (laughs) mode and, and honestly, 
I do what works for me. My mm-hmm. kids could kind of go with the flow. They're young enough. And I think even older kids, they'll do, they'll, they'll get it. It's more about like creating routine within your household because yeah. they're not in school. They're used to yeah, routine at school. That's true. That's so point. for me, I, I decided to create a home routine with mm-hmm. my kids, not only for their benefit, but like for, for me, yours. I need yep. to have some sort of a routine. I'm used to like libraries on Wednesday right. and you know, I had kind of my own little routine. So, um, Instead of those things, we've created our own little um, thing that works day to day for us. And it's mm-hmm. always kind of getting up. We watch TV. We usually do an activity, breakfast, coffee. We always get out for a walk, kind of like 9.30 or 10 okay. for sanity because by then I've been up since 5.30 oh and I God. need it as much as the kids need it. Yes. Um, we, you know, lunch. We do lunch and then they take their naps. And I use that nap time, like I said, it's from kind of 12.30 to 2 or 2.30 um, probably like four days a week, I try and get a workout in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's yoga. That's great. Sometimes it's stretching. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's getting out in the garage and doing like weightlifting. Yeah. I, I, I follow some accounts um, on Instagram too that have been really um, resourceful with things that you have in your house that you can work out with. And that's yeah. been really nice. Um, great. And then when the kids get up, we always try and get outside again okay. just to kind of break up the day. And then at four o'clock, that's kind of become my cooking time with Isla. And sometimes, like I said, that's just chopping vegetables, um, you know, prepping for dinner. And sometimes that means she's actually sitting there helping me with something like making cookies or whatever. And then they eat dinner, bath, bed, and then I sit down with a glass of wine and take a big deep breath. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Well-deserved deep breath. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. And, and, you know, in, in the scope of the whole day, I think what has worked for me is getting creative. I use my list of all of the things that I came up with when all this started. And mm-hmm. I make sure to do one new activity every day just yeah. to keep things fresh, not only for Isla, but for me. Mm-hmm. And my son's only one. So he just goes with the flow. Yeah. He does whatever. And he, it's really just for me about getting Isla, keeping her sane yeah. and keeping that in turn keeps my sanity. Right. So that's, that's been my goal is just um, trying to, you know, turn the day into something a little bit more exciting and positive and less monotonous. Yes. That That's so beautiful. It's not, and I'm sure that not every day goes according to plan, but the fact oh, that no. you are trying to, you know, keep a, keep a routine and keep a sense of normalcy through all of this. And like you said, it's beneficial not only for your kids, but then in turn, it's beneficial for you. I think that's so great. And that comes across like the way that you, you never try to make everything sound like it's, it's going perfectly, but you can tell that you are just, you're so dialed in and you are very go with the flow, um, that it just, it makes it seem like you enjoy being a parent. And that's so refreshing to see. (laughs) I, I do. I, I truly do. And I think that Instagram or social media in general seems these days to kind of be like a highlight reel for mm-hmm. a lot of people where it's like, look at all these wonderful things happening in my life. And I tried to really be sure to post everything that's happening in life. And some days are great and we do a new activity and we get out for walks and the sun is shining and the kids cooperate mm-hmm. and make something new. And it turns out in some days <laughs> I turn on the TV, they have way too much screen time. Uh, I might make something that doesn't turn out so well. Uh, I get frustrated. The kids aren't behaving. Timeouts. You know, I, oh, the other thing is I've been potty training through all of this. So, um, I feel like every parent experience. that I know, whether their child is seriously six months or like five years old, they are all potty training right now. 
it is the time <laughs> potty train, but also I think it makes this time a little bit more challenging and it's hard not to get frustrated. And I have to remind myself, like, you cannot get frustrated with a two and a half year old right. about going potty. He what is a normal, <laughs> like, what is a typical age for potty training? Uh, anywhere kind of in like the two to three age range. Okay. I started at two with Isla last summer. She seemed ready and I tried and it was hard because my son was seven months old, right? you know, and he was napping all the time and I was still nursing him. And then I would have an accident. Oh, and God. Was, You're like, no, this is too not. much for me. <laughs> yeah. Isla was ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I stopped. And now they're on the same nap schedule and I'm a little bit more like, present right. for Isla and so it's been a little bit easier this time around okay and she's actually doing great we're now you know like two weeks in or something so yeah. um but definitely the accidents inside has been a little bit challenging <laughs> some days are wine at three o'clock instead of five o'clock exactly. you know I'm about I mean? to go it's 2 57 <laughs> p.m and I'm about to go pour myself a glass yes <laughs> you, you go girl like I'll be right me. behind that oh my gosh okay well good so continuing on what I want to get into just a little bit more seriousness of all of this, especially with young children and with your husband doing what he does. Is there anything that you, what do you fear the most in all of this? So my husband is a police officer and fortunately he, he was a patrol officer and in January of this year, he moved up into a detective position. Mm -hmm. So he's in an office um, working upstairs in investigations. Mm -hmm. So he has, limited exposure in comparison to officers that are out on the street on patrol. So I feel very fortunate for that. Um, immediately when all of this started happening, his department put guidelines into place to kind of separate the patrol officers mm -hmm. from those working in offices because they knew that the mm -hmm. exposure rate for patrol officers was much higher and they wanted to kind of limit the exposure within the entire um, police force as they could. So he is working up in an office for now. They've also changed it so that he is in the office for one week and then he's working from home the next okay. week. They've split up his team in half. So um, half works in the office, half works at home, and then they flip flop. So that also kind of minimizes exposure as well. Okay. So all of those things kind of together make me feel a little bit better. I feel bad for officers that are out on the street because yeah. really they're the ones that you don't know who they're interacting with or right. how many people they're interacting with. They're responding to calls that could be a COVID patient. You don't know. Mm. Um, and that, I mean, I cannot imagine what that would be like as a police officer or as a wife of a police officer that has all of that exposure out on the streets and then right. coming home, you know, it's like, how, how carefully do you need to be? You know, we mm -hmm. take all the precautions where he comes home, he takes off his uniform in the garage. Mm -hmm. Um, he washes his hands, wipes every wipes everything down, mm -hmm. gets all clean before he enters the house. Yeah. Um, but that's I just a good feel like, like anybody really in any line of work that's, that's still, fully working right and now and is exposed. an essential business. Yeah. yeah. Anybody that's out there, the people that you come into contact with, the things, even just the things you touch and you come into contact with every day, you don't know. And when you have kids, I think it's all heightened because you don't want your kids to get it. Um, although they're saying that kids actually have a better chance of recovery than um, adults overall. Right. Don't quote me on that, but yeah. that's kind of what I've been seeing. Yeah. However, my son, he's only one and he has a pretty weak immune system. He was sick 
four times between January and February. So I kind of already was worrying about him when all this started anyways. So I've kind of been in quarantine for a couple of months (laughs) already anyways. Um, When when I heard of the first, we live in the county where the first case was reported in Solano County. Um, Right. It was the very first case of unknown transmission. So that was very scary. scary. I pretty much haven't gone anywhere, done anything with the kids since hearing of that. Mm -hmm. So you can add about a month onto the time that everybody else has been quarantined at home because I just fear for my little son, you know, yeah. he's, oh my he's gosh. pretty young. My daughter's two and a half. She has a pretty strong immune system. Not to say that that means anything because, you know, people of all ages and all health, anywhere on the health spectrum right. are living and dying. So it's hard mm-hmm. to say. I'm, I'm fearful that Vince will go to work and, bring something home that yeah. scares me well big thank yeah. you to him and to everyone who is still again in these essential roles specifically to um police officers and people who are yeah. making sure that we're keeping the peace and keeping safe um through this yeah. crazy time and i will say it's it's really amazing to see communities kind of coming together i know that even he works in richmond and mm-hmm. the the costco wow. there is offering um i think from 6 30 to 7 30 again don't quote me on that mm-hmm. i don't have to ask him but from 6 30 to 7 30 on their days open they allow first responders to come in and do their shopping before everybody else so i think that's really great wow i didn't realize you know? that that's yeah amazing. and and, and and a lot of other stores for the elderly. And mm-hmm. I just think it's really, really great to kind of see community coming together mm-hmm. like that and, um, you know, really trying to do their part in making it a little easier for those mm-hmm. that are still having to go out and work and that don't have the um, option to stay home and that yeah. are still having to go to work and their exposure rate is very high. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just really... I think if we're trying to look at this in some sort of a positive light, mm-hmm. that would be that would be a positive that I've been seeing. Well, that actually then that totally answers my next question, which was: Is there something that you have been able to kind of appreciate or find um, to see in a positive light through all of this? I tend to be a very positive person in general. Yes, you do. But going through this, you really—I mean, especially with two young kids. It's a challenge. Many days, it's a challenge to stay positive, stay present. Um, Some days feel monotonous. And for me, some of the things that I've been positive about in general is the way I've been able to connect with my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter. I usually Mm -hmm. have another girl here who I'm watching. And so three, you know, she's only two, the other girls. Yeah. I had three under three over here. Oh, my gosh. So it was kind of chaotic (laughs) and a long day in its own way and now that she hasn't been here in a while I've been really able to focus mm-hmm. on Isla and I've gotten creative with things around the house like who knew that my new hobby would be rock paper yes <laughs> oh my god and I also want to shout out that I've seen you put up the cutest little pictures of Isla holding up thank you signs for like the yes. UPS workers and all of that so you're these again are things that you're going to be able to show Isla someday that this is the Definitely. way that you guys were spending the quarantine and it's really, really wonderful, inspiring things for all of us to see that you're doing and that. For anyone listening, mm-hmm. I I did this with Isla as a fun thing. I mean, I like arts and crafts, and she just takes part in them mm-hmm. for the most part. But I made a sign that's like hearts for health workers, healthcare yes. workers, and we we cut out hearts and put them up on like a cardboard piece of paper and wrote hearts for healthcare workers, and yeah. we put it up in our window. We live in a community of a lot of nurses. In mm-hmm. fact. 
next door and across the street are two couples that are each nurses in local wow. um, hospitals, one of which next door works on a, um, a level of the hospital. I don't know. It's floor, floor mm-hmm. where it's the COVID designated floor. Wow. And so we've been in constant communication with them and, right. um, you know, about things kind of going on, but we really wanted to make sure that we had a shout out to everybody in our neighborhood that we're pretty close with. That's um, so wonderful. we put that up in a window in the front of the house that everybody can see when they drive by. It says hearts for healthcare workers. Ugh. And they've all expressed how appreciative they are and how much that means to them. Those and little it's things just the little that- things during times like this, it's the little things like that, that really, I think can make a big impact on outlook and mood and, all of that. And we also did a little sign on our front door that says thank you to our Amazon UPS mm-hmm. FedEx drivers because, you know, they're the ones that are out there. They're, risking they too. they're coming into contact with a lot of things every day. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are doing online orders. I'm sure that oh, is surging yeah. right now. And so I just wanted to make sure that they felt appreciated. And in fact, we had a UPS um, driver deliver a package the other day with a sticky note on it that said, thank you for appreciating us. Oh, heart. oh my God. I can cry. I honestly, oh, yeah, it made my day. So cute. And you made so it's something sure. we did for them. And yes. then they showing their appreciation. It's just little things, mm-hmm. little things, any little thing, any random act of kindness yep. that you can do in a time like this really goes a long way. I completely, completely agree with that. Wow. Amazing. So my last question for you is, and maybe it's things that you've touched on already or something completely different, but what are three tips that you have, whether it's to moms or parents out there or just anyone going through this quarantine, three tips to staying safe? My, the very first thing I did, like I've already kind of touched on, is I made my list of things that I wanted to do with the kids. Yep. That turned into, okay, what are my goals for every day? Yep. And I kind of came up with three goals every day and I don't reach them every day. And mm-hmm. I think that's fine. Right. 100% fine, but it's a goal. It's something that you, you know, look forward to every day. So three of those goals for me were to do a new activity with the kids every day. So that mm-hmm. kind of came from that list that I created. Yep. And honestly, sometimes that is just a new coloring book. Yeah. It's not that reading a new book. It doesn't have to be anything grand. Yeah. And then other days it is something painting rocks or um, doing a nature walk Mm -hmm. or a Play-Doh volcano experiment. Yeah. Or, you know, you can get as creative as you want. It's whatever works for you, but it's Mm -hmm. something that's new and different and kind of entertains some time in the day that the kids get excited about and that I enjoy participating in yeah so one one kind of new thing every day and then one way of bringing Isla into the kitchen with Mm -hmm. me to bake something new cook something new help prep for dinner help make pancakes for breakfast whatever it might be we've really enjoyed that time in the kitchen together so that's my goal for every day is just to kind of bring her into the kitchen in any capacity to help with um baking and cooking yeah and Lastly, yeah. something for me every mm-hmm. day that is so important as a mom yes. home with kids is you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And I pretty much drink wine every night. I look forward Cheers to the five to o'clock that. hour every day. <laughs> um, but, you know, sometimes that means taking a nap in nap time instead mm-hmm. of working out. Sometimes it yes. means working out. Yeah. Time. Some sometimes sort of self-care. It means doing a face mask mm-hmm. in the morning and waking up a little early. Sometimes it means sleeping in. Sometimes it means you know, doing a face mask at night yeah. or whatever. Sometimes I like to bake 
something without the distraction of a child in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, it's whatever you need. Like you, you listen yeah. to yourself, you listen to your body, and see what you need on that. You have day. to kind of check in with yourself yes. and see, like, okay, what do I need today? Am I frustrated? Do I need some alone time? Do I need? Am I tired? Do I need a nap? Yeah. What do I need to binge watch a show on Netflix? Right. When you have kids, you don't get to really read books. That's another thing. I, I, you know, reading books, watching a show, taking a nap, working that are out for you cooking, yeah. whatever it might be. I think it's just important to do something, even mm-hmm. as simple as a face mask. It takes 15 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and those simple little things kind of um, make a world of difference in a long day. Yeah. In a oh. Time like this. oh my gosh, Lindsay, this has been so amazing and so informative. And as I always tell you, you are such a guru in the world of parenthood and motherhood. And when I have kids, I will absolutely be just coming to you all the time for advice. So I appreciate you taking the time to sneak out into your garage and being on here. (laughs) And very last thing I will say. Yeah, please. There Mm -hmm. is just, I think anyone in general right now, it's just, you got to give yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. I have to constantly remind myself of that. You know, I try to be super mom, but then also I remember that this is a very hard time. I think everybody, whether you're a mom or not, you just have to give yourself some grace. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. This is your daily reminder that even though we have to stay six feet apart, there's no better time to stay connected. So go text someone you love and let them know that you're thinking of them. I know I'm going to. Bye.